Hey folks, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio, and this is a weekly word. Thanks for being with me. Last week, we observed Ash Wednesday uh, as part of our liturgical traditions here at Gloria Day. And part of our observation for that day is that we do the imposition of ashes. And to do the imposition of ashes, the, the people come forward to me and I take some ashes that are mixed with olive oil and I make the sign of the cross on their forehead. I draw it there and I say these words from Genesis chapter 3. You are dust and to dust you shall return. And there are some pretty important assumptions about who we are in, in those words. Now, these are words that God initially spoke to Adam to remind him that, that he's going to die because of his sin. And as we think about ourselves, I wonder how often we view ourselves as dust, as ephemeral, as here for a moment and then blown away by the wind. Yeah, it's, it's a deep thought. It's a deep statement and, uh, and not necessarily a happy one. I always hate saying that to the children when they come forward. And it got me to thinking about how we think about people, the assumptions that we make about them, uh, the theological doctrine that, that forms our lenses of how we uh, interact with each other and, and how we value or not value each other. And when you take all of those kinds of thoughts together, uh, it forms a, a type of anthropology. Anthro mean, meaning man, and, and ology meaning study. And so it's you know, the, kind of this, what we know about people and how we understand people. And this isn't the same thing as the, the scientific study of anthropology, but everybody has a little bit of how we think about other people and how we understand how people conduct themselves and all of those things. And, and, and that is a sort of anthropology. And it got me thinking about this book that I read recently called Low Anthropology, L-O-W, Anthropology, by David Zoll. Um, and it's got some important thoughts for us, and I want to take the next few weeks to, to chew on some of those thoughts with you. And, and I want to start with, with this. In, in, in Romans chapter 12, uh, St. Paul writes to us, he says, uh, that we should not think more highly of ourselves than we ought. But as we observe humanity today and as we, we look at our culture, isn't that exactly what we do? Think incredibly highly of ourselves? You know, we believe that everybody's special. <laughs> which means that nobody's special if everybody's special. Um, everybody gets a prize. Uh, everybody gets to be the best. And, and everyone can be whatever they w want to be. And don't you dare tell them otherwise. Um, the message out there is you can do it all and you can have it all. And, and that's high anthropology. H-I-G-H. -H, high anthropology. And I think this roots back to Genesis chapter 3 where the serpent tempts Adam and Eve with this idea that you shall be like God. And this high anthropology, I, I think that we start to define our own truth. We become the arbiters of what is right and what is wrong. 
and we make ourselves the the measure of, of all things. The problem is, it's just not true. You know, just, I mean, a silly for instance. I'm never going to be a, a, a pro baseball player. As much as I, I would love that, and I think it would be really cool to be able to play baseball at that type of a level, I just don't have the athletic ability. Plus, I'm 50. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just not going to happen. Um, another example of this, I am never going to be the president of the United States, to which I say thank God, because I don't know why anybody would want that job. But I, I don't have the connections. I don't have the relationships. I, I don't have uh, the, the drive for that. And I don't have the thick skin for it either. So it's just not, not true. There are realities at play in who we are that make some things impossible. They're just never going to happen. And the second problem with a, a high anthropology is that, well we still act as though it were true. Or maybe at some level we believe that it is true. We think that someone out there must have it all together and that they're doing it all and, and they've got it all figured out. And then we begin to think, why not me? Why can't I accomplish that? Well, you know, I'm special, I'm important, I'm skilled, I'm blessed, all of those things. Why not? And in pursuing that, what we do is we wear ourselves out. We start to feel guilty for not being all that we can be. And I think that this might speak a little bit to why there is a rise in anxiety and, and depression in our world. Um, there's a woman by the name of Anne Helen Peterson, and she writes about burnout. She's the one who really brought that that phrase burnout to the the community in a modern sense and she writes this deep down millennials know that the primary exacerbator of burnout isn't really email or instagram or a constant stream of news alerts it's the continuous failure to reach the impossible expectations that we've set for ourselves and why do we set it impossible expectations for ourselves because we have a high anthropology and we think that we can do it all and we can be it all. So what David Zoll writes about in his book is saying we really need a low anthropology, which is not to say that we should be self-defeatist or, or self-deprecating or always looking down on ourselves and criticizing ourselves. But what he's arguing is that we should take a realistic view of ourselves. And he does list three primary areas that, that we need to be realistic about. Uh, one is our limitations. That's part of what I was talking about earlier, why I'll never be a professional baseball player. Uh, another is what he calls doubleness. Uh, it's, it's kind of this double-mindedness. And I think that when we get to talking about that, we'll spend a little bit of time in Romans chapter 7, where, where Paul talks about the good I would, that I don't, but the evil that I don't want to do, that's what I do. That's part of our human condition. you got these two things kind of raging inside of us. And then the, the third point is uh, self-centeredness, that this is part of who we are as people, and this makes it so that we really truly can't do everything 
and be everything. And we fall short of being even what we have the potential to be. And so low anthropology, rather than being a, you know, a cop-out or, or throwing our hands up and giving up, it's really, it's really a strategy uh, to help us to have a realistic view of ourselves and others. And, and when we have a realistic view of others and of ourselves, it can help us to have compassion, to deal with people in a more gentle way. Because we recognize this, this struggle that they're going through. It can help us to have patience with ourselves and with others. Because we recognize our own limitations and, and their limitations and the things that they have difficulty with. And, you know, when somebody snaps back at you and you didn't deserve it, you begin to kind of think, what's going on in them? And it can lead you to mercy, which is hugely important to have mercy on others, and also to have mercy on yourselves, ourselves, when we fall short, because we do. And I think that this can help us to have more peace in our lives, too. That having a low anthropology can give us more peace. In James chapter 4, he writes that the conflict that we have in our lives is because of warring passions. Um, from unfulfilled desire to, desires is another way we could say that. And in a high anthropology, I think we can make a pretty good argument that our desires are unfulfillable. They're unrealistic. There's no way. They're impossible. And that leaves us in a situation where we can't have peace because there is no fulfillment for us. So low anthropology... It's about seeing ourselves as people who are indeed blessed by God. And because we've been blessed by God, we're able to bless others. We're able to do good things in this world. And that is awesome. You know, thanks be to God for that. But it's also about seeing how we fall short of being the blessing that God intends us to be. And by that, I don't mean just simply because we sin and we fall short of the glory of God. But sometimes we fall short of being the blessing that God intends us to be because we choose to prefer other blessings, to try to be a blessing in a different way, a way that we have not been blessed to be, wanting to be something that we're not. And then low anthropology, finally, it points us to resting in Jesus' grace and forgiveness and letting him be sufficient for us. So I'm going to take the next few weeks and, and unpack some of this, and, and I hope this is going to be helpful to you. And if this was interesting to you and you'd like to share it with somebody else, I would certainly appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, hey, God bless your week.